Blog Talk Radio. Yo, PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy, Three and Watts. Watts was popping, my guy. Yo. 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 Hold on, I can't hear you. Hold on. Try it again. Yo. Yo. Yo, you good now? What's Yo. good, brother? Yo, what's poppin'? What's good, brother? How are you? I'm good, my G. Let's talk about it, man. Eminem, Marshall Mathers, Friday, dropped the album out the cut, Watts, music to be murdered by, came out the cut. Is, do, do you like these releases when we don't know when rappers that we mess with, hard body, they just hit us out the, out in the cut with, it, with an album, and we know nothing about the release? Page? I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm a big fan of this kind of hip hop. I really love it. All right. Let's talk about it, man. Premonition intro produced by Eminem and Dr. Dre, man. Talk to me, my brother. This was a dope set of intro. Obviously, M has a lot to say. He wanted to address the haters. Um, I like how he did a nice LL Cool J scheme. He said, I'm LL Cool J, big and deffer. That's Defa. how I come. He said, that's how I come. I sell like four mils. I sell like four mil when I put out a bad album. Bad and album. that was fine because I don't think people even caught how many LL Cool J references was in there. Because he said, mm-hmm. he said, I'm LL big and deffer. That's how I come. LL had his song called. This is how I'm coming off of 14 shots to the yep. dome. So clear right. LL is a Eminem fan. He made some serious references to LL. He talked about how Rolling Stone gave uh, the bad album two mics, and then they gave mm-hmm. one of his uh, two 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 stars, and then they gave one of his albums two stars. So he clearly was uh, putting that in perspective. And uh, I thought this was just a dope way to intro the uh, the album with him just rapping how he felt about things. All right. Um, everything you said, I agree with, brother. Um, I'm LL Cool J, Big and Deffer line. I sell like four mil and I put out a bad album. Revival flopped, came back, and I, I um, scared the crap out of him. Um, comparing himself to Tom Brady. Can M do that, though? Can we call Eminem the Tom Brady of hip-hop? Can we, can we label that? Uh, you know Tom Brady. Do you consider Tom Brady the greatest winner in the Super Bowl? Yes. I would. So, I would. When M compares him to, what, what is M comparing it to? Eminem has the, all the, the, the hip-hop records you can have. That's why he compares him to Tom Brady. Yeah. Only thing when I'm listening to Eminem Watts and he's rapping on his intro, it sounds like a dude that is conscious of what people say about him throughout this album. Because they say I'm angry, I need to get some Dre beats. Like it's funny he's saying that on a Dr. Dre beat. And I've been saying this for years, man. As much as Eminem has crossed over to the producing side or the production side of Marshall Mathers. I still wish him and Nate on each album would bless us with a Dr. Dre beat here and there. You know what I mean? But we're both in agreement that we both like this song, right? Yes. All right. Let's join my guy. Unaccommodations. 
featuring Young M.A. Wow, was I expecting this um, collaboration? Talk to me, man. Uh, I feel exactly how you feel. I was absolutely not expecting this collaboration. This collaboration, when I say came out of left field, it was a collaboration that I just was not expecting. Uh, as you know, I'm a big Young M.A. fan. You know that about me. I love her. She's one of my favorite MCs, period. Um, and I thought she just did her and stayed true to herself. It's obviously Eminem mm-hmm. is a fan of Young yeah. M.A. She wouldn't have called her and asked her to do this. And then she said some fly slick talk on here. She did a she did a flow where she said, collect pesos, I'm paid so. Self-made goals. When the pain leaves, where does the pain go? Tip of the backwood is where the flame go. Flame I mean, come on, she was just that line. Effortlessly, she was just effortlessly dumbing out on this track. So I really, really enjoyed her verse. Then M immediately, like he he doesn't did no hook. He just immediately starts blacking out. He clearly addresses the MGK battle. He wants to remind people: if you thought I lost, I think I uh, won. Um, uh, he he says uh, he's from the school. Love. Eminem says he's from the school of notorious Puma Cube and Poor Righteous Teacher. Would really like to know what you feel about those MCs he highlighted, saying that's where he comes from. Well, that's a, the, the unique of Eminem. You know, as a as a Caucasian rapper, him coming in the game, he's always showed love to the guys before him. He's always done that through his career. Even when he did the movie Eight Miles, certain instrumentals he'll have on there and rapping off, he's always showed love to certain rappers. He makes no bones about it that Red Man, Reggie Noble, and these cats are his favorite rappers. So when he's name dropping like Game does, you know it's a beautiful thing, especially for old heads like you and me who under who's outside when all these rappers he's talking about. We've seen these guys come up, poor righteous teachers and all that. I'm pretty sure the average Eminem fan don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Who the hell is poor righteous teachers? Some dudes from Seven Mile? No. No. See, and that is why that this just resonates with me so much because I could just remember when Paul Rogers' teacher was, had Rock This Funky Join Out. I don't know mm-hmm. any white person who even knew who that, who that was or even listened to that song. So just knowing that there was white people out there who was listening to Paul Rogers' teacher, that's, right. that's teaching me something because I would have never thought mm-hmm. that. But yeah, this, this to me, dope, dope unexpected collabo. Um, from one young from when young and May said, I like to wobble wobble, shake it, shake it, break it, break it, and the beat dropped. I ain't gonna front my G my head was nothing serious to this man. I really like Young MA's flow and delivery and her verse, I mean it wasn't the craziest, but her flow and delivery even sounded like it was off the top to me, man. I love Young MA's wordplay, man. Um, Eminem's verse, the fast flow, breath control. Um, you talked about him bringing up MGK already. Um, when they asked me, is the war finished with me and MGK over? Of course it is. I cleanse him. I cleanse him off his mortal sins. I'm God and Lord forgives. Yo, M, I got to keep it real, my G. I didn't think that you won that battle with MGK, bro. I got to keep it 100 watts. I know he's not popping his collar. Feeling he might have won that battle. I did not have him beating the dog piss out of out of um, MGK. I didn't feel that way at all. You know what I mean? 
Um, we already spoke about the School of Notorious Pro Righteous Teachers line. Um, Eminem's double entendres, man, are insane. I know, I know that's not breaking news. Uh, when he says, watching my pupils getting cornea, pupils cornea, that sounds like some sort of a battle rapper would say. I feel like I've heard that pupil cornea line from a battle rapper, man, but M lyrically had the best verse. On the last minute when he started rapping, like that fast, fast, fast flow that he does, man, was phenomenal, man. So, yeah, I, I did like that song a lot, Wise. I ain't going to hold you, man, a lot, in fact. Um, next track, my guy, You Gonna Learn, featuring Royce, the 5'9", and White Gold, man. Talk to me. This is a very, very powerful song. Especially because Royce sets it off with a powerful politically charged verse. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's the stuff he's rapping about is the current real life events that's talking about. He's talk. He says, you know, we can't talk about reparations, but we can talk about separations. Like mm-hmm. Royce was really saying stuff that a grown man in his mid forties would be aware about. Um, yeah. So I, I thought, I thought. First of all, I think the, the hook is dope. You're going to learn. I love the, the chemistry. Royce and M just have perfect chemistry. It's just that simple. They've been rhyming together that we know their entire career. The first Eminem album you have, Royce is on that album. So these guys just have phenomenal chemistry together. Um, so I loved Royce's verse. Um, I think M goes bonkers. I think he used different flows on this. Uh, song, mm-hmm. and he switched up his flow to go to rap off the beat to say, "People, I'm better than people, even when I rap off the beat." I thought that was dope. So I thought this was a super fire song. I love the hook. Okay. Um, this song is also produced by Royster Five Nine, and let me say that um, I'm not familiar with who White Gold is, but when I'm listening to White Gold on the hook. The first person that came in my brain, and I'm like, this person could have done the same thing to this hook. I don't know why this man's name came to my brain, but 50 Cent, for some reason, came to my brain when I'm listening to White Gold um, do the hook on this song. Um, I thought Royce the 5'9 had a five mic verse watch while the demon coming out of me, wifey on the side of me, talking sense into me, without, she I feel incomplete mentally. She, like, I love all the stuff Royce is talking about. He talked about politicians also. Um, Eminem's verse was actually dope a lot, man. You know, talk about um, tripping, o- tripping over his cape. I thought that line was funny. Um, I get to do what a Ricky Fawcett do, but I ain't talking drip when I get the drop on you. Um, and singing Fuck You in auto-tune. Eminem's verse is longer than Royce the 5'9". So being that his verse is longer, are we saying Eminem had a better verse than Royce, or does it matter? Uh, they both complement each other. When it comes to Eminem and Royce, it's just the thing that we that we acknowledge is Royce is the same elite MC and has put out better projects that I've actually gravitated to more. But it's clear now you can say Royce is not sitting at the table with M. He is he's always been MC equal as an MC, and he's constantly practicing, constantly. Right. Right. Next song, Watts. Those kind of nights featuring Ed Sheridan. Sheridan, talk to me, man. Yeah. So before before those kind of nights, he had an Alfred Hitchcock interlude where he says the name of the album. 
but this is what I picked up on. What Alfred Hitchcock says is he he says the name of the album and says it is mood music in a jugular vein. When I heard that, what do you think I thought about? Joey Mouse. Mood music. That's that's just Joe Budden's that's Joey. signature lyrical franchise. Mood music. Okay, and you have an interlude where Hitchcock says. It is mood music in a jugular vein. So he's saying it's mood music, mm-hmm. but even more arge. It's even better than mood music. That's just me with my conspiracy theory, me picking up on <laughs> stuff other people may not pick on. Right. So now let me get back to the uh, Ed Sheeran song. The Ed, the, Ed, the Ed Sheeran song, it's not one of my favorite yeah. songs on this album, but to me it's a standard typical M song that – First of all, Ed Sheeran is one of the is one of the biggest pop stars in the globe, in the world. This is a song that radio would like white people who into that stuff. They will instantly be into the song, and it's made for that. M always gives you these type of songs. Remember, he had songs with Pink. He always gives you these kind of songs where it's not for me, but he has a right. completely other core audience and yes. demographic. Just for these kind of songs. Just to say my kind of song. Right. Did, you, did this make your playlist? No. And the main reason why is? It's not my, it's not, it's not my song. I, 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 I like M when he's just rapping his ass off. That's what I like. I like him hey, just getting busy. All right. And didn't M have a song with Akon? Quite strippers before? Yeah. Is it is it smack that isn't ass? Isn't it weird hearing? Yeah. Is it is it to you? Is it weird hearing Eminem do songs like this? No, it's not weird because he's always done songs like this. If you just look at his albums, he always does these weird songs. He has several of them on this album that are typical M songs. These are songs he likes to make as far as I'm concerned, because he constantly does them. Right, 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 right. So obviously it doesn't make your playlist also. Like, it didn't make mine also. I'm not going to hold you. did not make my playlist. Um, I'm, don't, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. I'm in, um, doing strip club type joints. Um, the beat is actually not bad, Watts. It wouldn't surprise me if M does an actual video for this particular song. I like the beat more than the hook. And like you said, I, this is not, I'm not a fan of this song either, man. You know what I mean? Um, next song, my guy, In Too Deep. Not to be confused with the rap group back in the day in the 90s, In Too Deep. What talk to me, man. Well, this is what you would call, I don't know if you call this an introspective song, but it is relationship it is. talk, and it's a song about infidelity, and he raps about it. So how do you... How do you, what do you call those kind of songs when you talk about a relationship for the entire song, and what and what are y'all are doing about infidelity? I think you, you can, can call it introspective, introspective. I think it's okay. introspective behind it. But okay, like, you know, like I always said, even though you have introspective songs, doesn't mean that it's hot all the time because you're going the introspective back. Okay, but. But would you agree that it is an introspective song talking about relationships? Yes, I would. Yes. And that's okay. Yes. Uh, that's how I view this song. Uh, 
So it's not one of my favorites. This is another one that's not one of my favorite songs, but I see and hear what he was doing. I'm talking about hooking up with a chick that's not his wife's feet, spits a couple of bars, then the hook drops. I don't like him singing on a hook like that. Um, the beat, I'm not too fond of that either, Watts. Beat sounds kinda, the beat sounds kind of offbeat to me. I know he gave us three verses, a Motel 6 talk. Um, this would not make my playlist, and I'll probably never play this song again. I'm smashing a married woman, but it is what it is. Um, next song, Watts, Godzilla. Featuring R.I.P. Juice World. Talk to me. This song actually made me sad because of the untimely death of Juice World. Because he was a young brother, and he got jammed up in a situation where he thought he could get out of, and he, and he made some bad decisions with a drug overdose and passed away. And I hate to see that he never got an opportunity to work with like one of the biggest artists ever. Um, I like this hook. I thought Juice World gave it a dope hook. Um, I see this song as a radio play song. This is one of those okay. songs, like like that Ed Green song. I feel this is another one of those songs that M would have would have pushed out there for radio play. Uh, Urban Marcus would have dealt with this song just because it was Juice World. Um, and that's what I have to say about it, man. This this song actually made me made me sad because the brother wasn't here to experience what this was like. Um, M just dropped a video video for this song watching yesterday, in fact. Um, obviously, Juice World is not in the video. Um, is this, in your opinion, him, him dropping this video, do you look at it more as M showing respect to Juice World by having, you know, having... Having having him in the video in certain parts of clips of Juice World performing at certain shows, can we look at it also? Yeah, in the video for this song. I think I, I I think he's I think he's saluting the dude. I think he is. Yeah, I think I think it's Empire respect and homage. And uh, when I heard this song, I figured this was the the song that would be a song that he would push. Cause I believe this is a song he would push if Juice World was alive, because the way it was structured. So it's just sad okay. that the brother passed away. M rapping fast sometimes, you know, doesn't always move me. And this is one of them songs, like, as a consumer of his music, I mean, obviously you have to work your eardrums to decipher everything he's saying because he's rapping so fast on this particular song to decipher everything he's saying. But like you said, man, I can understand why you're saying this song made you I can understand why you're saying that, though, man. Um, next song, Watts. Darkness, man. Talk to me. Produced by Royce the Five Nine, man. Talk to me. This is deep. Uh, the fact that Royce the Five Nine produced the song is 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 real deep. So, this is a very deep song, very powerful. Emma's rapping Word. from the perspective of the Las Vegas shooter. This is the yes. song that has gotten the most media attention because you know, mm-hmm. with all these school killings and shootings, we have this big debate going on in this country about gun control. And what mm-hmm. M did on this, which was ill, was he rapped from the perspective of the shooter and basically said, I don't have a mental illness. I just did it. I can't tell you why I did it. And even yep. though I did it, even though I killed all these people, nothing is going to change. And that's the powerful message that's saying that you can just do these massacres in this country, and yet nothing right. changes. Nothing. 
And I think that's how the powerful message he plays the clips afterwards where people are talking about the Las Vegas shooter. And this song, the media has picked up on this song and has taken notice. And they're like, yo, like, you know, so I, I thought this was dope that he did a song like this. I thought it was creative. I don't think it's easy to put your mind in the mind of a, a mass yes. murderer right. like that. So mm-hmm. I thought this was a deep song. I thought it was dope that Royce produced this song. You know, like when him mm-hmm. and Royce is in the lab and he's telling Royce, yo, look, this is what I'm going to do with this, with this beat you gave me. I'm going here with it. Yeah. So I just thought this was a powerful song. Um, introspective M. Can we say introspective M? Can we throw that out? Yes, we can. Um, vulnerable Eminem. Another video he dropped a couple of days ago also. Um, yo, man, this is one of the standout joints on this project to me. Um, everything you said, I agree with totally. Um, the hook, I don't want to be lonely in the darkness. I think the hook is fire also. And like you said, man, the video is very powerful also, man. Like, this video is very dope. And everything he's doing from the Las Vegas shooter's mindset. Imagine putting your mind or trying to write a rap and put your mind into a mass killer that did those shootings in Las Vegas, man. And to come up and, 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 and drum up the stuff Eminem did for this project, for this song, I got to give Emmett's props, man. It's one of my favorite songs on this project. Watch, man. I ain't going to hold you, man. Um, next song, brother, leaving, leaving heaven featuring Skylar Gray. So I am a fan of Skylar Gray's voice. I think she has a beautiful voice. I yes, think she this does. is a dope collab. Um, throughout the song, M used what he calls the, the double time flow. Basically, he's just rapping faster than normal. Um, I right. think this is a song where he absolutely went into the introspective bag because he talked about hardships of growing up. There is no doubt about mm-hmm. it. He talked about the drama, how much he hated his pops. This, to me, mm-hmm. the song was deep. It was a personal song to M. There's no way you can get away if you just listen to the lyrics. So, yes, this is absolutely introspective bag, deep, personal uh pain. This is him. This is his pain. You know, his pain mm-hmm. is not, I was on a block selling krills, looking for the D's and it's a different kind of pain. He grew up abused, getting his ass kicked by somebody he hated. So I thought this was a deep, so to me, this was a dope song and I thought uh, M uh, bared out his, his was vulnerable in this song. This song reminds me of the last song we just talked about. It kind of gives me that darkness kind of feel with his lyrics, I should say. Um, it's like a part two, in my opinion, um, without the Las Vegas shootings, obviously. Um, I like Skylar's Gray on the hook. Very beautiful voice. Um, when M said, when Macklemore was keeping his room nice and neat, I was getting my ass kicked twice a week. Um, talked about not having his pops in his life and the grudges that he has towards his pops, man. Like, he really has a crutch towards his pops. Um, I like this song a lot, man. I'm not going to front, man. Um, next song, man. Yah, 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 yah. Featuring Nickel 9, Royce the 5'9", Black Thought, Q-Tip on the hook, Watts. Produced by Mr. Porter, man. D12, man. Talk to me. Uh, I want you to set it off on this one. Uh, produced by Mr. Porter. Um, I like the beat a lot. want to give him his props on that also. This beat is tough. One of my favorite joints on this project. And yesterday, you and I um, 
reviewed Uncle Murder's um, album and stuff. I got to say, man, if I'm doing collaboration joints, I like this collaboration with Royce, Black Thought, and Q-Tip more than the joints Uncle Murder had on his project. Uh, neither here nor there. Now, when you hear Ya, Ya, Ya in a Busta Rhymes sample, man, I'm, I got to be real, Watts. I low-key wish Busta Rhymes had a verse on here, man. I think he would have killed it. Um, this song has like a late 90s, early 2000s feel in me, man. All these cats on one track. I mean, Eminem calls up Black Thought and Q. I haven't watched the five nine on your, on your album as a given. That's that's a no-brainer. When you get Black Thought and Q-Tip and, 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 and merge up all these brothers together on one track, all these cats are damn near in their 40s, man. Damn near going into their 50s. You know what I mean? Um, the bum stickity bum references, the Dots Effects reference. Q-Tip killing on the hook. My era is so original. I love when Q-Tip talking about his era, man. Talk that my era talk, Q-Tip. But I got to be real, man. I have Black Thought as the MVP on this track. I'm the king of the blood sport on mics. I'm from an era you have beef. You probably fought on sight. Rappers avoid eye contact. That's out of respect for the God and the flesh. That's ominous and dominus. Like this stuff Black Thought be saying is crazy, man. Um, I thought M let Black Thought get his balls off. Lovely, man. Um, Eminem's verse was crazy, though. Um, he took another shot at MGK. Name dropping at his best end with NWA, LL, Big L, K, Solo, Church, G-Rap, EPMD, BDP, Chiali, all the greats we watch here. Talk about, talk about him on PSA Hip Hop, man. So, yeah, man, I really love this song a lot, Watch. Five mic song to me. I'm going in with it. I think, I think everything you said sums up how I felt about this song. Um, you know, it immediately jumped out to me when Royce sets it off with the Dost Effects homage. Of course, wow. that's the first thing me and you thought about. Um, yes. This is a song, man. This is a song for for people who just lived. Listen, I don't I don't want us to sound old, but he it's, it's if you know hip hop from the '80s to now, this song embodied all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. you said, he had guys who were mid fifth. I mean. Royce, I mean, uh, Black Thought and Eminem are the same age as me. We all turn yeah, so that shit. We close to 50. You know what I'm saying? Clue Q-Tip also. We all close to 50 out here. And I just love that he took pioneers, great lyricists, put them all together, and made such a dope song. Uh, I agree with you. Q-Tip, bless the hook. My error, my error. You yes. damn right, my error. I love that shit. Yeah. is the error that made us love hip-hop. Um, Black yeah. Thought spit fire verse as usual. The funniest usual, thing man. to me, the funniest thing to me is everybody discovering how dope Black Thought is. I really want to tell y'all, Black Thought has always, let me re- reiterate it, Black Thought has been this nice since Reasonable Doubt. Facts. Since Reasonable Facts. Doubt, he's been rapping Facts. like this. I'm telling y'all. So when y'all hear these verses and y'all mesmerized, I'm like, y'all really like these Black Thought verses? Then I can really but let y'all hear a bunch of But why? They're doing the same thing with Royce the Five Nine too, you know? The same thing you said about Black Thought? Yeah, do the same thing with Royce. The man has always been rapping as good as Eminem. And now all of a sudden, yeah, that's... you know, hip hop DX is Voice to Five Nine the greatest lyricist who's ever lived. Like, y'all, you should have talked to me and three when Bar Exam first came out. <laughs> 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 
when he was oh, some doubt, we was like, oh, yeah. voices, yeah, but nice. So yeah. I I like that these guys are getting their, their props. This song is amazing. Now, M name drops, but to think, but he name dropped. Yo, my man, he name dropped the name. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Game, hold on. Game gets beat up for name dropping. M does it. Is it because M is name dropping illa dudes? Let's keep it a real though. M is yes, back. yes. It's because it's because. <laughs> Name dropping Hiller dude. He's name dropping hey. dudes who influenced and inspired him, and I really respect that. Especially when me and you talk going to a hip hop bag. So when he yeah. salutes LL, Big L, K Solo, yeah. Trek, G yeah. Rap, yeah. Jeff Polo, Tony D, yeah. ODB, Run DMC, Udo yeah. EPMD, OC, Jesus Christ, King, UTFO, Evil D, Schooly D. Now here's the one that threw me off. When he said YZ, I hadn't heard the name yeah, YZ that, in yeah, that's a hip hop dude, son. Emma is a hip hop dude, man. By far, that's not even a question in that. He's no different from me. Could you imagine if you never had a hip hop yeah. talk? Just think about this. Yeah. You could talk about everything in every aspect of hip hop, and he would talk to you from the perspective. As a fan, just like me and you. Oh, I remember when I got that on tape. You know how we talking? So I really, really love this song. I love this song, man. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. What's up, man? Are we both in agreement? One of the best collabos we heard so far this year? Absolutely. Here's the thing. Just think about it. Voice to 5-9, Eminem and Black Thought. Three of arguably the greatest, arguably the greatest MCs who's ever lived. You can say yes. that. You can say that. Mm. All right. Next song, Watch Stepdad, man. Um, storytelling, Eminem, painting a picture of his stepdad. Sounds like a song that I might have heard from Marshall Mathers LP back in the day. Um, I hope this song doesn't make kids hate their stepdad. Um, I'm surprised M hasn't made a song like this. He doesn't have a song like this in his catalog years ago. You know what I mean? Um, I like the beat a lot. M throwing hands with his step pops and all that, man. It's, it's, it's a cool song, Stepdad. Something that I'm surprised we never heard Eminem drop before, but yeah, it is what it is. Talk to me. Stepdad, man. Uh, this, is this a song, what do you call a song? Introspective M again? Yeah. I was saying storytelling Eminem. Yeah. Um, Pictures. Well, Pain pictures, uh, is there pain in this? Yes, I would say there's pain in there. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Uh, M talks about oh, seeing, M talks about M talks about seeing the step pop beat his mom. Uh that's not a good thing yeah. to have a recollection of. Yeah. How a step pop yeah. used to beat his ass, how he wanted to yeah. kill his step pop. I mean, there was clearly trauma in this. Like this is some pent up deep stuff that he was dealing with while he was growing up. Uh, and he and he put it to paper like you said. This is shocking. Haven't yeah. heard this song before because he used to make a song about you know k- killing his mother. And, and That's what I'm saying. Like I'm surprised we didn't hear this from the Slim Shady LP or Marshall Mathers LP yeah. or something. You know Eminem show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This, this, this is surprising. It's surprising that now we're finding out about this aspect of 
Right. His life. I mean, it was life. So open and right. vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's how I look at um, his stepdad. Okay. Next song, Watts Marsh. Um, does he want us to address him as Marsh now? Is that what we're doing? Are we addressing Eminem as Marsh? I need to know. So, I think the name of the song is Marsh, but when you hear it, he's actually, it's short for Martian, right? Because that's what he's saying, right, he's right, a Martian. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a three-verse song. You know, me and you are very big on three-verse songs. Yes. To me, the song started out slow where he's rapping, and I didn't understand where he was going. But let me just me say, either. when M got to his second verse, when M got to his second verse, I thought his second verse, flow-wise, delivery-wise, was lyrical phenomenal. I thought his second verse, just the way what? he rapped it, was, was phenomenal. It, was the second verse? And I, when he started talking about, I can make it difficult for cats to come to Detroit and all that? Yeah, yeah, okay. yes, 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 yes. Um, I thought the second verse was just a flawless spit yes, verse. And Love I also verse. thought his third verse was fire. So the first verse, it, I was like, wait, what, what's, what is this song about? And I, I'm like, I'm just listening to it. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to like this song. And when he went to the second verse, I was like, whoa, he's going there. And then the third verse, mm-hmm. he, 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 he did it lovely. So I thought, that, I thought this was a dope song, Martian. Marsh, short okay. for Martian. He had a trippy red line on there. This song is okay. This song is all right. I didn't like. I didn't like when he said I could. I could out rap Reynolds. I was like, ah, I could out rap Reynolds. Amara, okay. Um, next song, my guy, never love again. Um, listen, man, you really have to listen to what Emmy's saying in this particular song. You would think he's talking about a relationship, but he's talking about a relationship with a female. But he's actually talking about a relationship with addiction to pills. When he's saying, you know, build, building up a tolerance. Pop off, top off, what you want, you know, eating out the palm of my hand. Like, yo, he's really talking about addiction to pills, man. Like, it's almost like when you're a common sense song, I used to love her for the first time, and you think, you're thinking he's talking about a relationship, but he's talking about hip-hop. The same thing with this song, where you think he's talking about a relationship, but no, he's talking about his addiction to drugs, man. So, pills and all that. So, yeah, man, talk to me, man. What's your take on Never this Love Again? Is, this is absolutely... A different version of I Used to Love Her from Common Sense. Yeah, There's man. no question exactly. about it. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, when you hear it for the first time, you don't know what he's talking about. But then you listen to it again, and you're like, okay. I made, I wanted to make sure this is what he was talking about, so I was going through it. I said, okay, he's mm-hmm. clearly not talking about a woman. Right. He's talking about <laughs> drugs. I wanted to like, be very yeah, clear man. that's what he was doing, and that's what he was doing. And, of course, me and you being that we've watched the entire history of hip hop, we knew mm-hmm. that the song that we compared this to was "I Used to Love Her," which is one of Common's right. all-time great songs. Is it as mm-hmm. good as "I Used to Love Her"? Absolutely not. No. But that's not no. how I'm rating this song. I'm just saying right. it's deep because M has always had a drug problem. He talked about it. Mm-hmm. He said when Fifty Cent blew, he made so much money off of that. That y'all remember that period between his Fourth, from 50 Cent's run, you notice Eminem put out no music during 50 Cent's prime run. From 03, 04, 05, 06, 05 to 09, he just didn't put out anything. 
and he said he was just doing drugs. So I thought this was a song that he clearly could write at any point in his career, and and it, and it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how I don't know how I would define it. Like you know, it, 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 do you call it a theme this song? This song could have been a recovery uh, or a, a relapse. This yeah, song could have been yeah, like either a relapse yeah, or recovery. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That this song could have been on either it could clearly have been on those uh those albums. Maybe recovery more um, I would say. Recovery more I would say more. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? I like this song though. I ain't gonna fight. I actually like this song. The message behind oh, it. Oh no, I like you it. I mean I like it too. I like it because the the complexity of rapping from this like this, you know, is is dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. not gave you power, but it's right. a dope song. <laughs> Right. Um, next song, Little Engine. Listen, man, not one of my favorite songs on this album, M. I'm sorry, man. When you're saying I'm in your house eating carrot cake, I know Dr. Dre produced this beat, man, but I did not like the hook at all, man. I'm kind of upset that a Dr. Dre beat and Eminem didn't flourish the way I would expect it to flourish. This is not a song I'm going to play, Watts. This is a song that if you follow Eminem's career, he loves these kind of songs. Yeah, he loves first singles. He made, I think these are the songs he makes that he loves to make. Uh, this is absolutely not one of my favorite songs. But when you listen to it and you listen to the silly stuff he's saying, the voice changes, the just but all usually, the stuff that... Watch, usually he does songs like this are usually his first singles, though. Like he's going to get this, this corny shit out the way. You're right, but remember, we're in a different era now. So, uh, but we you can't but get this is in no him. These these hilarious, yeah, you know, funny red songs man kind of that other red man kind of joints. I'm not, it's just a, it's it's not one of my favorite songs, but this is a this right. is an M song. You can't sit, like we can't sit here and be like, it is. why did M make no, this song? It's Are you serious? No, it's he M song. Without me, it's he M song. Made all kind of, he always makes this kind of song. So not one of my favorites. Right. Next song, my G, um, "Lock It Up" or "Look It Up." Part of me, uh, featuring Anderson Pack. Um, I do lock Anderson Pack. I thought he, I thought he got busy. Lock up. What's it called? Lock it up, right? Yeah, lock it up. Lock it up. Part of self. Um, M. Um, I did like MC. I did like when well, he gave us three verses. I'm not gonna front. Um. I like and well, he has two verses. Pardon me. I like his second verse more than his first verse. You know, with the flow and the delivery and everything. And this is the infamous um, Trader Joe line. Shout out to my guy Joe Budden. Um, the Trader Joe line. So why would I give a fuck about Trader Joe? What everybody's talking about? Um, talk to me, man. What do you think about Lock It Up featuring Anderson Pizak? I I love this song. I really like this song. I like Anderson Pack with his. I'm, I don't want to diss him and say with his fake sounding like Kendrick Lamar flow because that's what he sounded <laughs> like. You know? I don't want to I don't want to diss him by saying that, but I thought, man, this yeah. guy sounding like Kendrick Lamar. But that's neither here nor there. I liked it. I like what he said. I really like the way Ever rap, his flow and his delivery. And as you know, immediately. Immediately, and guess what? Everybody picked up on it. We breaking up a little bit. 
Can you hear me? Am, am I? Can you, you hear me? You get now. You get now. You get now. You get now. What are you saying? Everybody picked up on the Trader Joe line, and that's a powerful statement to call him Trader Joe. I'm asking you, why would you feel M felt the need to say that on this song? Because of Joe's sentiments that he said on his podcast. Since Joe's been on his podcast, he's kind of had you know, some disparaging comments towards Paul Rosenberg. And um, Shady Records at his time when he was with Shady working on Slaughterhouse and being the last time we heard from Joe Budden was from Slaughterhouse. So, so to the average person, sometimes you might think that Joe retired. Not, I'm not gonna say not because of Slaughterhouse, or he just his love for the music stopped when he stopped rocking with Eminem. So maybe that's why. And and let's be real, Joe has had some disparaging comments towards Eminem on his podcast. So their relationship. It's not on the best of terms, so to speak, when it comes to being music-wise. Okay. All right. Uh, This is, to me, a dope song. This song made my playlist when I took my favorite songs off this album. This song absolutely, absolutely uh, made my list. So I I like this song. Okay. Um, Next song, my G, Farewell. Not one of my favorite songs on this project, man song about a ride or die chick that didn't work out and three verses are cool but this is not my song. I don't like this song Farewell Watch. I, that's all I, got. I don't like this song. Nope. So this is another rela- this is another relationship song and he talks about a toxic relationship. Now it's curious. Mm-hmm. When we did the Young and May uh, review you were very harshly critical of her because she did a lot of songs about relationships with women. Well, he's doing a lot mm-hmm. of relationship talk on this album. Would you agree that he has a lot of relationship got, talk he's done on this album? He's done a lot you don't think it's a lot? I think it's a lot, but he's no, done no, a lot through his the, career, though. No, no, I know on that, but on this album, yeah. there's a lot of relationship yeah, then, talk. And they're not the best songs on the album. And they're not the best songs on the album. You see, the songs about his relationships are not his best material. I'm not going to front them. This is not the best material on the album, his relationship songs. But his best best relationship song was the song about him taking pills and being addicted to pills. And that was his best relationship song to me on on this project. But this is what I'm going to say about it. This is what I'm going to say about Mm -hmm. it. He's rapping about something. You see, one of the criticisms right. of Eminem from Joe Button was, you don't rap about nothing. You ain't saying nothing. Well, you can absolutely not say that about this mm. album. It's as if this album is a complete direct response to every Joe Button criticism about Eminem. It's on this album, mm. the, way I, the way I viewed it. But yeah, this ain't one of my songs, man, but he is talking about a bad relationship and, uh, you know, it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't make my playlist. All right, my G. Next song, um, No Regrets featuring Don Tolliver. Was not familiar with Don Tolliver was. I had to do my knowledge on Don Tolliver. Young Buck, that seems to have a very, he has a fan base. And I see a lot of the young cats are saying, wow, it's a big look for Don Tolliver. It's a big look for any of you artists that rock with Eminem, Eminem that don't have a big name. Well, that's on a come up. But let's be clear on that, first of all. Um, Don Tolliver on the hook, he sounded correct to me. 
you know, Eminem screaming out no regrets. Um, some targets will get the kill shot. Some will just barely nick them. I did like that. Some targets will get the kill shot. MGK and some will get barely nick them. Nick Cannon. It was it was interesting to see that that was the only line he had towards Nick Cannon. He didn't really have a lot of Nick Cannon bars. Are we surprised that he didn't have a lot of songs coming at Eminem? I mean, com- coming at Nick Cannon? No, I'm not surprised because he came at Nick Cannon already. So I think he, he said what he had to say. Mm-hmm. He said what he had to say. He went straight at him on Fat Joe's album, and Nick Cannon responded. You know, I don't, like, what What are you going to do? Am you going to have a back and forth with Nick Cannon? <laughs> like, so that's what he did. Um, uh, I think this is another one of those songs that can be radio, that can be, you know, this dude, Don Oliver, has a fan base. The hook was a nice, mm-hmm. solid hook. I think this is one of those songs that, you know, they'll push to radio if that's what they're looking for. I mean, Emma's such a big star, man. He doesn't. He doesn't have to have radio songs, but I can clearly see when he does reach out to the young people who are, like, moving and shaking, that if he does do a collabo like that, he's doing it to, you know, reach that market of people who may not be familiar with him. So I think this is just a, um, a song that can be played. A solid song, solid hook. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you finish it up, man? Talk to me, man. I will feature in Slaughterhouse, minus. Joe Beasy, Crooked Eye, Grace the Five Nine, and Yawa, Joel Ortiz. Well, as you know, I am a big Slaughterhouse fanatic. Not a fan, but a Slaughterhouse fanatic. Um, this is a Slaughterhouse song without Joe Button. That was glaring. I mean, this is clearly a Joe Button. You don't like me, and you think I'm so bad, and you talk all this negative stuff about me. But look what I got. All the Slaughterhouse members. They'll do a song with me. Joe don't rap no more, though. Before you go watch, to be fair to Joe, he doesn't, I don't have to be Joe's lawyer, but he doesn't rap no more. It's not like I'm going to call Joe to get him to joint. Even if there was some good terms, I don't think Joe would have jumped on the, the, on the point, track. The point, I'm, no more. The, point I'm, the point I'm making is Joe Budden paints a bleak picture of his time on Shady Records as if it was being on such a horrible record label and <laughs> Emma's like well your other three members clearly don't feel that way uh, based on uh, Crooked Eyes IG based on Jolati's IG man they were so happy Crooked Eyes talking about that Long Beach to Brooklyn handoff is mean I'm like okay Crooked Eyes I hear you um, uh, this is a dope I mean this is a, this is a they're all dope MC so it's a dope collaboration of all lyricists. But here's what stood out to me. You want to know what stood out to me? This is what stood out to me. Eminem. Eminem had to respond to Lord Jamal. And this mm. is where he decided, Lord Jamal, you you think I sound like a, a white, nerdy, non-rapper? Well, I'm going to give it some lyricists you respect, and then I'm going to dish you on it. I'm going to talk about how your group, Brand New Bean, is a dope classic group, and you were the weak link. Um, uh, I thought Eminem, uh, I thought, I thought Eminem out everybody on Slaughterhouse on this. Just to you let did. everybody know, hey, uh, all you got Slaughterhouse you guys that y'all feel this is of all time. Well, I'm rhyming with them, and listen to me rhyme with them and have the best verse. And that's the way I heard it. I heard M have the best delivered verse. I agree. Okay, so that's how I looked at this one. 
I agree, man. I thought Em had the best verse, man. Um, I mean, Royce sets it off. Dope, dope verse from Royce. Um, we said I'm lyrically James Todd Tariq. Like, again, Royce and these Detroit niggas with his James Todd shit <sighs> references, man. You know what I mean? Talk to me about um, that, man. What is it about? James Todd Swift was mentioned all throughout this album. <laughs> Royce did say on Boom, I believe, um, the train rappers think I'm not. We said, say, say homo shit to me like my name is L or something like that. He said, like, he's always referenced uh, L. Cool J because, you know, L is the GOAT, man. Let's call it what it is. And it's, I like let, the let me say those cats still say something about James Todd Smith. In 2020. Let me let me say something. Let me say something that I uh, that I uh, that Eminem doesn't really talk about, but he says in his raps, and nobody picked up on it. On this mm-hmm. album, he said, "I stand Redman." That's what Eminem said. He said, "I stand mm-hmm. Redman." And the reason why that stood out to me is because when I look at your last two interviews, you interviewed R.J. Payne. What did R.J. Payne say? Mm-hmm. He said, "Man, I was a Redman. I was so into Redman." Right? That's I'm what R.J. Payne said to you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Voice told you. You heard Voice tell you. Um, you know, people talk about what their wins and losses are in hip-hop, and sometimes their wins are when they make money. One of my wins is watching Redman do a video going ham over my lyricism, over my lyricism yeah. when Redman is one of my favorite MCs. And then you hear Eminem on this album say, I stand Redman. Yo, um, a lot even of though that's with Eminem, even though Eminem and Redman had that song years ago that I did not like. I'm not gonna lie. Who I remember hearing the cool tape. Neither here nor there. Just gonna throw that out there though. But yeah, but Eminem's always made it known that Red Man is one of his favorite MCs, man. Yo, he Red said Man, I, I'm not gonna lie, son. He said I stand Red dudes, Man. A lot of these dudes big up Reggie Noble hard body, man. Hard just body. like just like I do. Just like I do. <laughs> because contrary what everybody believes, I was outside in the nineties. Every year. <laughs> So I remember the 90s. Thanks. So all of this Thanks. revisionist history of talking about hip-hop, y'all just say Biggie, hey. Tupac, Jay-Z, and Nas, and y'all act like that was 90s hip-hop. Y'all are bugging. Hey. Y'all are absolutely right. bugging out. Red Man Redman's 90s run so was much. fire. Red nigga, Redman's 90s so run was... And the funny thing about Redman is we were rocking out to Redman Red before all these dudes. Before all, all of, them. of them. Before Biggie, Nas, and Hov. Let's call it what it is. And, More prodigy. And Pac. And Pac. And yeah. Prodigy. And Snoop. Yeah. Before yeah, and all Snoop. of them. Yep. Before all these dudes and shit, though. You know what I'm saying? What is the mic? Overall, how many mics are you giving this Eminem album? Uh, well, I'm giving it four mics, man. I think it's a four-mic project. Um, I'm trying to see that I like this more than Kamikaze. I can't make that judgment call as of right now, my G. But I, I thought the project was, was four mics. I could have done without a couple of songs. Um, I see Eminem has tried to change his production, so to speak, on certain songs. He's trying to cater to this era of music. I have no problem with that when it comes to the beats at all. But I would give it a four mic project. Four mics. Uh, I agree. I thought this was a four mic album. Um in reviewing it and I was listening to it, I was letting it play and it was good enough where even though there were some songs I do not rock with, I still mm-hmm. had to listen to it because there were 
Nipsey would say, like when he said, I stand for Red Man, I listen to X Clan. You know, that stuff mm. resonates with me. Like, nobody of understands X Clan. X Clan was anti white. All they did was speak pro blackness. And Eminem was telling you, I loved listening to them. You know what I'm saying? My that guy, he picked up your man, Inspector Deck. His verse on I Will, he's bringing up the Wu Tang. He, he had like a damn Wu Tang Clan scheme when he said Inspector uh, Deck will take your neck and all that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. When yeah. DMC Rakim lines, that means always going to show the older guards. They just do. Eminem from our era, man. And he just, you can just see that he is a, not only is he one of the all time gay rappers, but before he made it, the man was a, a hip hop nerd, a hip hop fanatic. He was everything me and you yeah. was into hip hop. He was the same way. He just happened to be a, yeah. a white boy from Eight Mile. Yeah. Yeah. So we both agree it's four mics? Four mics. Four, a so, solid four mics. Not a strong four mics. A solid four solid. mics. I would, be, I would say not strong. I would say a solid four mics from Eminem. Um, very interested to see where this album is going to land in December of 2020 when we do our third year of albums of the year. But right now, yeah, I will have, I mean, um, I'll be shocked to hear where we we'll have him at the end of the year. If he makes our top 10, or does he make honorable mention? I mean, I don't mention off the rip, of course, I think he is. I think, well, let me speak for myself. I know he's going to make honorable mention. I want to see where he's going to crack in the top 10. Because this album is honorable mention worthy. Be interested to see if he cracks 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. You know what I mean? So that's what it is, man. Watch, take us home, my G. PSA Hip Hop, the home of the production of Nickel Nine. He's in his production bag now, and we got to accept it. Hey, Cassidy. He, he produced two songs off this album, and, and they were not bad songs. One, one of them is the best song on the album that he produced. Yeah. So yeah. uh, uh, this yeah. is the PSA Hip Hop Home of Voices production. You're not going to big up Cassidy's production? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Cassidy, even... that shit is ass, my guy. That beat his ass. That beat his ass. <laughs> terrible, man. And Royce IG, Yo. you look at Royce IG, he's trying to make it. If you look at Royce IG, you take Cassidy's. Yesterday, last night he did this. He said Cassidy, you know Cassidy's going crazy over the beat he's doing. He did yeah. something on his IG with Cassidy on there, man. You got to check it out, man. It's hilarious, man. Yeah, man, that's what it is, man. <laughs> Eminem, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Marshall Mathers. It's your boys, man. Shout, shout out to Zach Levine at 42 last night. Shout out to Zach Levine at 42 last night. I just want to tell you that. Shout out to Zach Shout Levine. out to your rock. Shout out to the Rockets losing, lost, losing um, five, four of the last five games, though. Yeah. Sh- shout out Talk to Trey Young averaging than Luca this year. Shout out to that. I bet you didn't know that. He has no choice but to. He's doly. Oh, that's what we doing? Luca's not doly. Yeah, that's what we doing. Yeah, Luca's uh, not poor Zingas. Luca's not doly. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. That's what it is, man. Just your boys, man. Three and watch, man. You know the vibes, man. One.